Good morning for Friday, August 7th, 2015. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. Rivals hit Trump in a testy debate. Two killings make Israelis look inward. And celebrating a settlement of freed slaves. In today's national headlines, semi-happy ending for a resort Ponzi scheme. Low-budget watchdog gets Texas Titan indicted. And Aurora Gunman's fate is in the hands of jurors. In today's business headlines, the Dow fell 116 points yesterday. Viacom not immune to ailments in media. And two theater chains reject bid to speed digital releases. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story, rivals hit Trump in a testy debate. Displaying his trademark pugnacity in the face of loud boos from fellow Republicans, Donald Trump refused to rule out a third-party run for the presidency during the party's first debate on Thursday night, the only candidate among ten on stage to decline to make that pledge. I have to respect the person that, if it's not me, the person that wins, said Trump, the billionaire businessman and reality television star who has shot to the top of the polls in part by attacking traditional politicians like his leading rivals, Jeb Bush and Governor Scott Walker of Wisconsin. If I'm the nominee, I will pledge I will not run as an independent. Trump's statement drew an instant, ripping retort from Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky, who nodded to Trump's past donations to and chumminess with former Secretary of State Hillary Rodham Clinton. He buys and sells politicians of all stripes, Paul said. So, if he doesn't run as a Republican, maybe he supports Clinton, or maybe he runs as an independent. Trump was true to form in dismissing Paul. Well, I've given him plenty of money, Trump said. His dominance in the debate made for an emphatic statement that after eight years out of power, Republicans' quest to regain the presidency will be complicated in the months ahead by their own internal divisions. While Trump may not ultimately become the nominee, his appeal among some conservatives has underscored how hungry many in the party's base are for an uncompromising and authentic figure who will challenge the political order. Establishment-oriented Republicans had hoped that two terms of President Obama would make grassroots activists pragmatic about 2016, but the popularity of Trump's message suggested that the rank and file were just as interested in finding a pugilist. As the night went on, occasional alliances appeared to form among certain candidates, intentionally or not. Senator Marco Rubio of Florida and Governor John Kasich of Ohio each flattered Trump by saying that he had hit a nerve with his tough talk about illegal immigration and other problems facing the United States. Trump and Governor Chris Christie of New Jersey took turns belittling Paul, who's been struggling in polls and in fundraising, and who kept on the attack against Trump and other rivals throughout the debate. Trump's startlingly swift rise this summer as the Republican to beat, and the open question of whether his performance at this and future debates would propel or arrest his momentum, cast a long shadow going into Thursday's face-off at Quicken Loans Arena in downtown Cleveland. So far, his surge to the top of the polls 
has proved insuppressible. His provocative remarks, such as questioning Senator John McCain's heroism in Vietnam and rebukes by his rivals, have only enhanced his image as to hell with it outsider, which particularly resonates with disaffected voters. That durability has made Trump the most dangerous of opponents.